common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. Well, let's go to the best economic guy out there. He is the top host on Fox Business, also hosts a great show on WABC Radio, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. every Saturday. I am glued. The great Larry Kudlow. Thanks for being us with us here. Uh, Larry, it's myself, it's Judge Weinberg, and Governor Patterson, and we're thrilled to have you with us. Well, thanks, Rita. By the way, uh, breaking news, uh, First Republic Bank has gone under. Ah, wow. yeah, we were hearing that. Wow. Yeah, the FDIC has taken them over. I don't know the extent of the bailout, and I don't know a lot of things, but they have officially gone under. Their stock price had been crashing this week. And, um, you know, you have to ask yourself, this is uh, similar to the uh, Silicon Valley Bank problem. Why didn't the bank examiners from the, Saint Lu- uh, from the San Francisco Fed, why didn't the bank examiners get on this story a year ago? Why? Where were they exactly? And so that will all be investigated. We'll see how they're going to work this out, whether the Anything is salvageable from that bank or not. Um, I would guess the Federal Reserve and the Treasury are putting some money into it to try to keep the depositors alive. I don't know if it's going to be a taxpayer bailout or not. But anyway, they've gone under. That's the breaking news. It just happened about it was right at the end of our uh, TV show. So what does that mean to the average consumer listening out there, Larry? Because everybody is so worried what the implications for the average person is. Well, they lost. uh, It's important because people have deposits in these banks. Um, People are covered up to two hundred and fifty thousand. The question is the uninsured. uh, What happens to them now? They lost one hundred billion dollars in deposits earlier uh, this winter. Okay, in January, February and March. Uh, Some people felt they had stabilized. But I don't know the extent of the uninsured, what the losses were. I mean, look, for the average person, you're always covered, as I said, up to $250,000, which is a lot of money. Um, so they're, they're okay. But this is going to send a shiver throughout the economy. And as you said earlier, the numbers coming in for the first quarter were very bad, 1.1% growth. Actually, for the last five quarters, We've had less than 1% growth, 0.9% growth, and we've had 6% inflation. So we're in a very bad stagflation moment. Uh, business investment has collapsed. That's one of the things that came out of the numbers. And, you know, if you have an administration that is waging war against successful businesses or successful entrepreneurs, overregulated, overtaxed, Uh, It's no wonder that business investment is drying up because, you know, that's the heart of the economy. That's what creates jobs. That's what creates productivity. That's what creates uh, real wages. 
but we're losing that right now. So we're in a very difficult economic position. Very, very difficult. You know, and Larry Kudlow, this is really uh, scary stuff that just came out also a little bit ago. Um, this Inflation Reduction Act, the cost, I'm sure you saw this, Larry, because you are always on top of all this. Uh, the climate and energy measures imposed by the Biden administration in this quote, I say, quote, Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, Penn Wharton just came out with a new model. Uh, basically costing, it was supposed to be $385 billion. They've now raised it to $1 trillion. Where is this going to yeah. end? Yeah, well, we've been reporting on that. The, the first people to blow the whistle there were Goldman Sachs. They put out $1.2 trillion. And I think the Congressional Budget Office looked at it, and they raised their numbers. And now Penn Wharton raised its numbers. You know, that's because there's unlimited uh, unlimited tax credits for various uh, climate renewable things, not just electric uh, vehicles, not just electric cars, uh, but a lot of other investments. There's no limit to it. There's no time limit to it. Stuff could go into 2040 and you could still be taking tax credits. Um, and there's uh, no limit to what you can do uh, for each different project. I mean, Mind you, tax credits, these are not tax cuts. Tax credits are spending through the tax code, right? They're refundable. You get a check, a government check. So people that think this is to do with tax cuts, no. Tax cuts is when your marginal tax rate is reduced. Tax credits uh, is when the government writes you a check, and it's called a tax credit because it's designed specifically uh, for some project. So it's phony baloney. It's just more spending. And so this bill will cost over a trillion dollars. And it's not, it's endless. I mean, this stuff qualifies. You can go out to uh, 2040, 2044, I think somebody wrote. So it's a, it's a, it's a really, it's a terrible thing. It's a stupid thing. And that's why, look, the big story this week was Kevin McCarthy got a debt ceiling bill through the House which included uh, nearly $5 trillion of spending reduction over 10 years. Plus, he'll increase the debt ceiling. There'll be no default for the next year, up to $1.5 trillion. And Joe Biden won't talk to him. This is day 86 that Joe Biden has not returned the call to Kevin McCarthy. It's an absolute scandal. Absolute scandal. Well, and Governor David Patterson uh, has a question for you. Go ahead, Gov. Larry, I'm wondering to what extent uh, the economy will suffer when if you pile up all these tax credits, why would people even pay taxes at all? Because they're getting the money back. And uh, and I'm just wondering how long this can go on before there's a total collapse. Well, that's a good point, uh, because it just depletes revenues, normal working revenues. I mean, I'm a supply sider. And I like lower tax rates, but usually lower tax rates stimulate the economy and the revenues come pouring in because more people are working. This is different. You're quite right. This is different. This just depletes the Treasury because it's spending. They're writing checks to people. They're not getting revenues. They're writing checks. It's just government spending through the tax code. Yeah. And you'll see over time, unless this thing has changed, you'll see over time revenues will actually keep falling, and the budget deficit will keep rising. So that's why these have been very bad. Look, David Patterson, 
you as governor would negotiate. You would negotiate for compromises on budgets, okay? There's no reason in the world why Biden shouldn't negotiate, right? He actually himself back in 2011 as vice president negotiated a debt ceiling bill with then speaker John Boehner, okay? And that debt ceiling bill included substantial uh, savings on the budget. So Biden has done this before, and we've done this many times historically over the last several decades. Biden, his uh, unwillingness to negotiate now, he doesn't have a leg to stand on. You've got Democrats who may not agree with McCarthy's bill, but you've got Democrats calling him, calling him to start negotiating. We're going to have to have a compromise if we're going to avoid a default uh, on our debt or our other spending obligations. We'll never default on the debt. But Thank you, Larry. Obligations. Our spending obligations could could be affected by it. Larry, thank you so much. Wow, such big, huge news. And as you also heard, uh, that the FDIC has officially taken over First Republic Bank. Big news today. Larry Kudlow, everybody's going to be tuning in for your show, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturday. We love you, Larry. Thanks so much. Thanks, thanks.